remarkable gospel and you know I could easily spend an hour or two going over the symbolism the richness and the depth of this beautiful gospel that is specially chosen for those who are going to be becoming fully members of the church during Lent because Lent is a period of intensive preparation for them but it is also an intensive preparation of renewing our own discipleship with Christ. We also have a gospel series, Roll Away the Stone. And that would very much sum up uh, Jesus in this gospel, Rolling Away the Stone. Sadly, some scripture scholars have interpreted this story uh, from a negative view of the woman. Perhaps that she was a woman of ill repute who had five husbands. And it says that the husband you, has, you have now is still not your husband. That is sad because um, it doesn't take into account more recent scholarship that this woman is part of a people who were exiled, enslaved by, by the Babylonian Empire. And when they came back, the five gods, five gods of the Babylonian Empire were the ones that, that they got to know and they were still part of their lives. So it's not that this woman was um, a woman of ill repute. But she was a woman who had a very, was searching. She was not satisfied by an abbreviated version of Judaism that they had at that time or by the five gods of the Babylonian Empire. She was a woman of faith, a woman of great intellect, a woman of very deep spirituality, a woman like St. Augustine who said, My heart is restless until it rests in you. So Jesus is going to her. He is removing the barrier that is separating her from worshipping the true God, the God of Jesus Christ. Another barrier that Jesus breaks is that he has to go to Samaria, to the Samaritan area, where normally the Jewish people would not go because everything there is unclean. So he bridges another barrier by going there. And he says, I must go. This is something he has to do. So Jesus is the fullness of divine life roaming the world. Jesus is alive and well today and is coming to everyone who wants to receive him. He wants everybody to drink from the well of water springing up from eternal life that dwells within each one of us. You who are looking for God, John of the Cross says, you are yourself the very place where God dwells. Because another barrier that we have to address is many people that after Jesus suffered and died and rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, that he left the world, that he's gone out of the world. That is wrong. And that is not the truth about Jesus. Jesus is alive and well as the resurrected Lord in our midst today and in the lives of everybody that he wants them to give to have them a drink. Jesus is weary because he tried to convert, to touch Nicodemus. And Nicodemus, it was in darkness, rejected him. So Jesus is weary because what he lives for and what he wants is people to drink of the well of life, of God's love that is springing up within them. So that is why when Jesus gets a drink from the woman responding to what he is offering, not from the water in the well, that he finds new strength. The disciples question in the longer version, 
Where did you get food? Where did you get drink? You are re, reinvigorated once again. So the water is eternal life, divine life, that keeps on giving and dwelling up within each one of us. And, um, and that, that if there is a longing in your life for purpose, for something that you might find absent, that it is only, as St. Augustine says, our, our souls will only be satisfied when they are resting in God's hands. And I'm not meaning in heaven. I'm talking about now in our everyday life. And some scripture scholars would say, or some spiritual advisors would say, that really, if we want to be serious about our faith, we should be willing to spend 30 minutes a day in silence with scripture, just being quiet, like the woman at the well, sitting down and being present to Jesus and listen to what Jesus has to say. And then when Jesus has to say, it's something that is beautiful and that is good. And it will lead us into that beautiful place where we are on with, one with God and one with other people. What is remarkable in John's Gospel? I will conclude by this. Jesus calls this woman... Uh, so how do I say this? Jesus called this lady woman. And that's a very profound title. It's one that he addressed to, to, um, to his own mother, woman, at the, at the, at the, at the, um, the wedding feast of Cana. Thank you very much. Oh, we have an intelligent person here behind us. Uh, she teaches religious ed, so she knows all this. Good. So that, that is something that's very, very profound. And, um, and uh, Jesus uses her. Really, in essence, Jesus is making her an apostle because it is through her that she goes out and converts a whole village of Samaritans, which is remarkable. A woman and a Samaritan is now becoming the voice, the presence of Jesus to other people. And this is something that, that Jesus wants of all of us who are allowing him to be close to us, that he will use us to go out and help other people know that they can find peace, they can find joy, they can have meaning and purpose, love and forgiveness within themselves, a presence within themselves welling up to eternal life.